like the ensemble and then like me, Peter, Christopher and Jared, I think. And then like our dance partners yeah. were like the dance ensemble. Okay. So like we we got like solos. Did a piano of. get pushed on stage? Was there a whole bit about a piano causing a problem? Is that a different show? I think that's a different show. Hmm. There was no piano. Mark didn't push a piano on stage. No, I don't think Mark had was in. No, 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 no. Oh, I thought he worked was. tech. That was what? That was Chicago. Oh. Okay. Uh, why did a piano go on stage during Chicago? Jim wanted it that way. <laughs> well, if Jim wants it, <laughs> well, he's if Jim wants get it, it, we better give it to him. <laughs> oh my God! He's gonna ask for another seltzer. <laughs> another episode of bits over broadway Bits over broadway <laughs> producer mitch just cued us in connor and i were chilling on the couch neither of us had headphones on nowhere near not ready, ready to, perform. to perform not at the it's mics like, at all why even be called talent if i'm not going to be treated thusly, thusly. do you know what i mean we're opening we're opening our these. seltzers on air <laughs> yeah. like this is so He's just, got his he's got his cozy shorts on and he just yeah. doesn't give a fuck anymore. And he he he's probably mad at us because we were he's, razzing him about taking a nap. He's been awoken from a dad nap and he's <laughs> grumpy about it. And you can tell by his hateful attitude. Towards yeah, and us. he's like, "Well, fuck you guys." <laughs> um, Connor, any of these names? None. <laughs> zero point zero business. None. Uh, it's so hard for us to talk about business because we report, record everything five months ahead of time. That's true. And famously, we're uncultured and we never go to the theater. Well, so... why would I ever? Why, why would I go to the theater? It's, <laughs> it's very like expensive it's, to go to the theater. <laughs> Listen, it is very expensive to go to Broadway. <sighs> but it's not like I have like a theater podcast. That's true. I've never heard of her. Oh, I did mean to mention this last when we were talking about Into the Woods. Okay. Spoiler alert to the crowd. We do doubleheaders frequently. um, And today is one such day. Uh, Most of the time. We do doubleheaders like most uh, days. Apparently, Cheyenne Jackson is is going to replace. um, He's going to understudy for Gavin Creel. Oh. For like a week and a half or something. I know. We got to see. We got a lottery. We got a lottery. Lottery. Oh, my God. We love lottery. Cheyenne Jackson? Are you kidding me? Yeah. My beautiful wife? (laughs) My beautiful wife. I will say, Gavin Creel, very handsome, very good Oh, yeah, no, I love him. He and Joshua Henry do, they they were maybe my favorite part of the production. I really, really liked them. Um, I saw Gavin Creel in Hello, Dolly. Okay. he's... Amazing. Icon. He's Love got him. such an interesting like stage presence about him. I just really yeah. enjoyed it. And I will say also um, hot as well. And incredibly Incredibly hot. hot. Even bleached. I was like. Bleached even. bleached. Bleached. His hair is like white blonde. Maybe he's going through something. (laughs) And and it's working for him. I will say it's working. The mental breakdown looks good, honey. (laughs) And I will also say Philippa Sue has comedic timing. I did not know she had. Okay. Go all the way off. Yeah. She was Cinderella. And she did lots of pratfalls. There was like a whole bit about her falling. And she did full tumble. Head over heels. Like. Oh yeah, falling into well, I mean, disarray. They, they we do. Love. Cinderella does that as well in the a ridge. Oh okay. Yeah. See, we'd done it, but it was years ago, so I don't remember. Um, and Into the Woods is not a show that I. Oh my god! Yeah, revisit into the, frequently. Into the Woods was like the like second third episode. Yeah, like this, mm-hmm. yeah, holy, yeah. long time ago. Um, so it's been a while since I've referenced the source material. Insane. But having said that, I well, as you know, I'm a ALW girly. Um, so that is true. Not as familiar as sometimes Oeuvre, that is but true. I really enjoyed the 
production. I thought it was very fun, very um, sparse staging. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they brought that over from the city center situation. Right, right. Um, band was on, uh, orchestra was on stage, which was very fun. You know, we love. We love. Um, and I would say a lot of people think you should you know, get in with, if you're talent, you should marry someone who's tech because that's where the money is. And I'll tell you, um, you could do that, but then you will go to a production of Into the Woods and the person that you're with will say things like, how did they make those tubes? And um, how did they do that? No, really, but how did they make those trees? But really, how did they? And then we'll be looking at Home Depot's website during intermission, trying to figure out how they made those trees on the set of Into the Woods. So... (laughs) It's like you can have that if that's your dream in life, but I will say it is a burden. <laughs> and is that person in the room with us now? And he is in the room with us now, in fact. But how did they do that, do you but think? How did they do that? We're discussing the show as like we're walking home, chatting about it. Yeah. We're silent for a while. He's like, How do you think they did that? Because you couldn't see a seam. I'm like, I don't care how they did it, <laughs> frankly. But if you worked on the production of Into the Woods uh, that is currently on Broadway right now, please email me, if only so that my beautiful wife will um, learn how the trees were made. (laughs) I'm worried for him. I want him to know. Um, Okay. Listen, sometimes you just have that. Sometimes that happens. And sometimes that happens. And sometimes you just need to know. Sometimes you're caught up in the moment of it all. And you just need to know how how they made those trees. How did they make those trees? (laughs) Putting out a, a, a question, bat signal, please. A if question you know, I ask let myself many days, many times a day. How did they make those trees? How did they make those trees? I am reading. Um, this has nothing to do with that thing. I am going. I'm reading uh, the History of Middle Earth series right now. Okay. Uh, so seems like something I would hate. Yeah. Oh no. This is not. <laughs> it's uh, not for me. Not for you. This does feel like this it has is, a map at the beginning. Of the this book. is lore. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not even that. It's like this is. So these these books are like about the writing of. Middle Earth. Okay. It's like it's about it's more about Tolkien's like creative process than it is about like the actual series. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, but it's like lore about lore, essentially. Oh, <laughs> the worst thing you've ever yeah, experienced. That's a double enemy for me. There's a lot of bullshit about trees, so it's like sure. The, Tolkien the question loved them. he loved the trees, so love like the question does follow: trees? How did they make those trees? Okay, I love that. Yeah. And that's Bring how we got to the full bit. circle. <laughs> um, okay, this week uh, again, no guest, um, just me and old Connor. We are discussing. <laughs> A show that everyone in this room has experience with yeah. um, in some way, shape, or form. And my experience was that of audience member who He's promptly <laughs> forgot. Um, <laughs> the highest compliment you can give this show. Per Jim Miller, 100%. 100%. I don't know a thing that happened. Don't know a thing. I keep getting it confused when I try to call it up in my memory. I keep thinking of anything goes they're very similar i know it's not anything goes were there a lot of pastels in this show was everyone sort of in like a pink pastel situation it was very like pink clam yeah beach resort yeah situation yeah okay it was very pastel okay it is in my mind so it is whereas like anything goes very stark yeah because of the the whites right of the navy boys yeah 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 this yeah. felt softer it's very soft. i don't know why yeah, little bo peep it was giving me a lot of okay, little bo peep energy yeah, 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 yeah. i don't I know that. okay so the show that we're talking about is no no Nanette. no 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 <laughs> um and we did as you may have guessed did do this production um in 
Connor and I and producer Mitch's undergrad. Undergrad. Connor program. was in it. I was in it. Producer yeah. Mitch sound designed it. Yes. So and I watched it because all my <laughs> friends were in it. So that's that's our experience. And this it. is this is the show that basically led to our friendship. This launched had, Connor's career. This, if I had not done this show, if I actually if I had not auditioned for um, the funny funny thing on the way to the forum. Sure. Uh-huh. That, gen, that Jim then told me you can't be in the show because your sister's wedding is the same day <laughs> as opening night. And I was like, fair. Okay. Literally cast one understudy, but go <laughs> Like off. one understudy, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then he was like, come audition for the show in the fall. Oh my God. That's so nice of him. It was really nice that's of him. That's the nicest Jim's ever been, honestly. It's so true. <laughs> um, and then I did, and that was the very first show I ever did at Mizzou. Okay. And now all my, and that's how I met all the girlies. And that's, and that's how we met. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Um, Connor, would you please, I'm sorry, every time, literally every time you go to take a drink, I ask you to introduce the facts and figs. No, it's fine. So wet your whistle. I gotta wet my whistle. Yeah, I don't want you doing this with a frog in your throat. <laughs> okay, seems Better. like you've been quenched. <laughs> Connor, would you please hit us with some facts and figs? Holy shit. I am at Studio 54. <laughs> Facts and facts. <laughs> no, no, Nanette has music by Vincent Humans, with lyrics by Irving Caesar and Otto Harbach, with a book by Otto Harbach and Frank Mandel. It is based on the Broadway play My Lady Friends by Frank Mandel. It had a kind of a weirder uh, production history. It started as a tour. Uh, in 1924, and the tour was reviled. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then when they got when the tour got to Chicago, they were like, "Okay, we need to do some work." <laughs> <laughs> they did a sit down in Chicago, pelting us with produce. <laughs> Literally, they did a sit down in Chicago, and they like revamped the entire script, okay. wrote a bunch of new songs, um, and then their original goal wasn't even Broadway; it was the West End. Oh. So it opened on the West End in March of 1925 and ran for a total of 665 performances. And then it transferred to Broadway in uh, September of 1925 and ran for a total of 321 performances. There have been three movies made. Um, There was a No-No Nanette in 1930, a No-No Nanette in 1940, and then the movie T for Two which is was released in 1950 um, is loosely based on No No Nanette. Mm. And in T for Two, they actually there's a whole thing about like them going to Broadway and the show that they perform on Broadway is No No Nanette. Interesting. Um, with Doris Day, I watched clips from it. Yes. Um, and then there was a revival in 1971 that ran for a total of 861 performances. And in 2008, the um, city encores at City Center did a very short. Um, engagement with that. Okay. The 71 production was nominated for six Tonys and won four and four drama desks and won all four. Um, and then in case you didn't know about this iconic musical, <laughs> the No No Net is a farcical story that involves three couples who find themselves together at a cottage in Atlantic City in the midst of a blackmail scheme, <laughs> focusing on a young, fun-loving Manhattan heiress who runs off for a weekend, leaving her unhappy fiancé, mm-hmm. which... At the beginning of the show, they're not even fianced. They're not even on fianced. They're not on fianced. Okay. So this is a Broadway show not playing fast and loose with fiance. Yeah, that's true. Um, I will. What I love about musicals from the 20s is that there are always three couples. One is old and married. One is uh, falling in love and either fianced or about to be fianced. Yes. And then one is um, like middle-aged and potentially bad. Yes. Uh, and all of them are part of a scheme. Every single one. <laughs> 
And, what and they're all scheming, scheming against each other. Yeah, but it's never like malicious scheme. No. Most of the time, it's not malicious. No, it's all. most of the time it's like hijinks related. Yeah, it's always a hijink. We're gonna do a little like uh, mix them up. Not a. This isn't gonna affect anyone's yes. life or credit score. This no, is of just not. A, like it? a fun laugh at the beach. Yeah. You know? Peach I, on the beach. <laughs> it is a peach on the beach. It's a peach on the beach. Mm. Mm, okay. Um, let's just start at the top. The plot of this show is held together by toothpicks and spit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I read, so I was in this show and I mm-hmm. barely remember it. Good. I remember some of the bits that we did backstage. Okay. Uh, I remember. <laughs> we love a backstage bit. Oh yeah, absolutely. We changed. Here's what I'll tell you. I don't remember any line from any show I was ever in, but I know every I single joke every single I joke. did with. Yes. With the cast and every cast party I've ever been to. Literally. So. Couldn't, I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about Gypsy. I've been in that show twice. <laughs> that is a bit. Gypsy is one of my faves. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like I remember that we changed the lyrics to Peach on the Beach to She's a Peach of a Bitch. Okay. Classic. Classic. A hilarious joke. <laughs> but like I couldn't, I didn't remember a single thing about like the three women. No. Didn't remember who Tom or Billy or Jimmy were. I, I'm not sure that I understood the plot while I was watching it. It took me a I'm good. I'm not sure I took anything away from that. It took me like a good 20 minutes today, like reading the script, rereading uh-huh. it, going back and revisiting. Yeah. Um, calling up the memories. Calling up the memories, you know, uh, getting back in touch <laughs> with the senses. Space, yes. Um, it took me like a good 20 to 30 minutes just to remember who played who in the show. Yeah. Our own friends. I could not remember. <laughs> I love dearly and still see weekly. Weekly. Not a clue. Not a clue who they were. At one point I was listening to the music. Uh, I did not watch any version of this. Yeah. Um, I just listened to the 1971 recording on Spotify. Um, and Mitch was like, oh, I think this was friend of the show, Maddie Karajek Nayburn. Um, I think this is like of her solo fame. number. And yeah. I was like, was it? <laughs> she was like, I think so. Like, yeah. Her, she opens... Because she the, was um, Lucille. The husband one. Yeah. Yeah. I, my hubby is gone or whatever the fuck it is. She had that one and then she also had too many rings around Rosie. Yes. Um, now, is that the one where everyone s- danced around her? Maybe. Or is that Anything Goes? I think she was the mom. She's always playing a mom she's, character. She's always playing a mother. Um, and <laughs> one of those was But it took me goes. like it took me forever because I was like, I know that Lucille was Maddie and I know yes. who Billy was. Who? Brian. Okay. Sorry, calling bleep, out. Bleep that. Bleep that out. Um, <laughs> but it took me forever to remember who Sue and B- Jimmy were. Okay. And I was like, it was Naomi and John. Oh, of course. Yeah. Classic. Classic. None of this matters. And no, this is not interesting content people, every, at all. Like the 10 people who listen to this that yeah. didn't go to Mizzou were like, oh, who cares? Who cares? Big Nobody cares. cares. <laughs> um, That's fine. But yeah, this the plot makes little to no sense. Mm-hmm. And it has... We talk a lot about on this show about how there are sh- many shows out there that have no stakes. True. This show. Potentially the lowest of them. The bar is in hell. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's not so much that there's stakes as there's like a package of impossible sausage sort of yeah. like loosely rolling around. It's like, just like. Nothing is happening. Although I will say as a person who is. In a relationship. Of course. If I found out that my partner was just simply giving money, giving money away, away without consulting with well, me about it. Well, that's grounds for divorce. That's upsetting to me personally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, you're just, okay. 
like maybe we budget for that I'm, it's fine I just want to see it reflected in the spreadsheet do you know what I'm saying can you like, update the google sheets yeah, would you put that in mint for me make that a category yeah. uh, broad spending I don't know but like I need broad a line spending. item like I'm just not let's contribute to it you yeah, know yeah, yeah yeah it's like that. a money stuffing situation the accounts are not matching up yeah I, yeah the envelopes are it's Where's mm. the money going? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. But um, but this is back again in the 1920s when the women men didn't have rights. Women didn't have rights. The men. <laughs> that's not your money. That's famously that's not, your, not money. your money. Your job is to spend the money, not know where or whence the money is going. And that's literally what the plot of the show and is. That's, and I support that actually <laughs> because I like, support that. Literally, Lucille's the character Lucille's main characteristic is that she loves to spend money. She loves to spend money. And then Sue's main characteristic is she does not love to spend money. <laughs> and that's why we hate Sue. And, and we say fuck to Sue. Yeah, fuck you, Sue. <laughs> Go shopping at Bergdorf's. And that, that's what I'm trying to Thank do. Thank you. <laughs> spend money, I say. Um, literally, like literally this whole show's like message, you could ar- make an argument is that spending money is good, actually. <laughs> Capitalism, we actually do love. It was the 1920s. Everybody was. They that's were, all we were doing. That's all we were doing was spending money. They were like, the nothing war's is, over. Nothing is on the horizon that we would need to be saving our money for. It's going to be like this Literally. forever. Literally. I love it'll be like this forever mindset. Like, this is as good as it'll ever be, and it'll never it'll get worse. Get. Yeah. And it'll never be worse. Like, I love it. And that's how I actually do spend my money. Oh, you mean like the way that America went through the entire 20th century? Yeah. (laughs) Basically, baby. And we're repeating it now. I love it. Yeah, it's good. Um, That's how I feel about people who bought Bitcoin. Like you truly were living. You are Lucille. (laughs) You're living your best 1920 or 1920s life. I don't see any problem with an unstable like a currency. Uh, Nothing's ever happened in the history of banking (laughs) in America where- People couldn't withdraw their money because the banks collapsed. Yes. That never happened. Never. And they never will. So I love that for them. I, honestly, it's great. It's. I love having like blinders on. Cosplay. No. Yeah. Oh my God. Literally. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah. A hundred years later, have we learned any lessons? No. no. We finished a war and then we had a <laughs> we plague. Had a virus. And now <laughs> we're like. Now we're hemorrhaging money. I've already custom ordered my barrel from Etsy and I'm getting little suspenders that like match. Yeah. They're going to have my name embroidered on them. That's so, I think I'm going to get mine with a fun pattern. It's sustainably sourced oak. Oh my God. So. Okay. We love sustainable. I don't want to brag, but I'm ready for the The impending collapse. Yeah. We love it. Um, I think I'm going to get my suspenders with like a fun little pattern. I think that's cute and very gay of you. Yeah. Thank you. But I think like, what if I did like. A fish pattern, like it was ironic. Okay, I was thinking little hot dogs. <gasps> I was thinking like little wiener dogs in hot dog buns. I just feel like that's <laughs> sort of your vibe. Oh my god! <laughs> why yes, that's coming to that's me. Perfect. But I feel like that's the suspender for you. <laughs> I'm absolutely obsessed with that. I will be going to Etsy and getting them tonight. So okay, so should we pivot to starting an Etsy store where for we sell suspenders? <laughs> suspenders, for, like for barrels, in- specifically. <laughs> Get in ahead of the crash. Yeah. Buy your barrel suspenders now. Buy your barrel now. suspenders now. Okay, I love it. I think that's cute. Find that in the Bits Over Broadway merch store. <laughs> that definitely we'll exists. Do them, we'll do them with little phantom masks. We'll yeah. do them with um, little pies for waitress. Oh, so cute. What could right? what could the wicked one be? Um, A broomstick. <laughs> the grimmery, perhaps. Yes. Or uh, the, the, um, the logo of Galinda whispering into it. <laughs> Um, One side is one of your suspenders is Galinda. One of your you know that product already exists. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. That is 
a lesbian has worn those a thousand suspenders percent. to a, thousand a wicked percent. night. Does Beck own those suspenders? <laughs> Beck, do you Get own them on those the phone. suspenders? <laughs> FaceTime them in right now. Um, okay, let's continue to talk about this show. So the 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 theory, the summation, the thesis of this show is spending money is spending good, money actually. is good actually. Because like it, the whole thing, it starts with like Lucille coming in and visiting Sue and Jimmy, and she's like has all of her purchases mm-hmm. with her, and she's like, "I need to hide these from my husband." <laughs> okay, obsessed. You don't live in a big house. You can't put those in a closet <laughs> um, somewhere. Excuse me. And her husband is Jimmy's lawyer, and uh, she then like make the song. The first song, "Too Many Rings Around Rosie," is mm-hmm. about. How women can't ha- shouldn't have too many options. They shouldn't yeah. have be surrounded by many men. I agree. Overwhelming. Well, yeah, and so her, many smells. But her her uh, reasoning is because you'll never get a husband. Well, of course. Yeah, and I assume that was implied if you're if you're around all those men, you're definitely having sex with yeah. all those men, and then none of those men will want to marry. Will want to marry you. you? Why would you? What is the saying? Like, why would you buy the milk if you have the cow or something like that? <laughs> why would you buy the cow? Yeah. Why would you buy a horse if you have a cow? And that is the saying. (laughs) That's the saying that they say about women. Why would you buy a horse when you have a cow? Those things are the same and they do the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Ring Around the Rosie is saying that. I agree. Not in my experience, not true. Well, Um, but in mine, yes. In my experience, the more boys you have around you, uh, the better you look as a horse. I well, guess. <laughs> famously, the more men love horse horses. You are. Um, Just kidding, that's not my experience at all. <laughs> I want to call out really quickly that Jimmy Smith is very rich because he published Bibles. publishes Bibles. Yeah, hilarious. Very funny. I don't think you should get rich doing that. But it's also funny because like they make a lot of references throughout the show that they are not religious. Right. Because there's like a whole bit near the end where Jimmy is like, I got to read that book that I published or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Maybe there's a, a lesson in that book for this thing that I'm going through or something <laughs> like that. It's very funny. A very good joke. I will admit that there are some very good bits and like very good like comedic moments in sure. the show. Like I, I understand if only we why. Could remember them. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I understand why like the show was yeah. ran for so long. And yeah. Like was loved. I mean, it's very it funny. It gets reproduced for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, it has an insanely large cast. Yeah, that's why. Because high schools and colleges and can college do can, it. Can do it. And cast a lot of people. And cast their entire department. We love. Yeah. Because the, the chorus, cause like the, yeah, the ensemble is literally like 40 people. That's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of um, costumes. So many costumes. So many suits. <laughs> a lot of suits. A lot of suits. A lot of wide suits. Yeah. Oh Pinstripe? Even? Mm, no, not so much. I think mine was tweed. <gasps> oh. It was very hot. I was going to say, <laughs> under those stage lights. Oof, I mean. Toof, toof, and I had, Did you have I, a hat? No, actually. Oh, sad. I know. Did anyone? Uh, Billy, maybe. Okay, we didn't have the money for yeah, I mean, we don't hatting have hat everyone. <laughs> we don't have hat don't have money. Hat money. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I wore so many suits at Mizzou. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, let's speak on that. <laughs> I didn't. I in didn't literally wear one. almost every show I was in, there was only two shows. I think when I was in um, Izzy Dead, okay. I wore a period costume because okay. we were in the French Revolution. I think. No, sure. I don't remember. <laughs> I was French. Um, okay. And 
in Argonautica, I was shirtless on stage and I wore uh, hmm. little, little uh, palazzo pants. And that was it. Okay. Every other show I was in a suit. Well, Broadway does love to put a man in a suit, I will say. More so often than not, I think, if you were to do sort of a graph of mm. are they in suits or are they not? Yeah. I think you'd get more suits than More no suits, suits than not. Yeah. If you're reading this, please do tweet at us a graph that you made and that I don't have yeah, to absolutely. do the work for. Yeah. <laughs> Are they in suits? <laughs> is it is it a oh I would love to see a Venn diagram of shows that have both suits and not suits. Okay. I would I would I would like to see that. Graph. Oh, I'd like to see it. Yeah. I would like to see a lot of charts. I'd like to see a pivot table. Yeah. Even. Oh, a pivot. Okay. I'd like to see maybe a line. Could we get a deck graph? even? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love Presentation. to see sort of um, like a scatter plot. Okay. I would love to see that. Yeah. Just generally whatever information. I definitely you know what give. a scatter plot is. <laughs> Isn't that where they do with the yeah, dots it's all, all the over? dots. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Across four matrices or yeah, something. Sure. What's that one where you put yourself into quadrants? Uh a compass? The political compass? A, co- a compass. Yeah. North, south. Are you more north? <laughs> are you more north? Are you more south? Are you more jock? Are you more emo? Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Are you gay? Are you jock? <laughs> Famously. The, the binary. Are you both? <laughs> Are you in that quadrant? Are you are you in glee? Gay straight, uh, gay straight jock nerd. Yeah. Are you? Where are you? Are you gay jock? Are you straight nerd? It's straight nerd. Tough, tough to say. It's hard. It's, it's tricky. I would say the argue was. I would argue the worst is gay nerd. We are the most Agreed. annoying people on the planet. You are the. <laughs> I was gonna say most depressed, but yes, agree. Also the most depressed. <laughs> Um, okay. There are also three acts in this show. Yeah, but like each act is, it's again, it, it's, it's the, the boyfriend. boyfriend. Each all. act is only like 30 minutes long. And that's how theater should be. Correct. <laughs> there should be three intermissions <laughs> of a show with each act only being 30 minutes yeah, long. Literally. Because one, the bathroom lines would be way shorter. We did have this conversation with the boyfriend, but okay. yes, you are correct. <laughs> did we? I was obsessed with bathrooms because of Hades Town. Hades that's Town, why. Literally. I recently frequented one. Yes. Um, I will tell you at the end of Into the Woods, Stampede. Oh, I imagine. Stampede for the bathroom. Yeah. That first act is long. It's, it's long. Yeah. It's long. You got, you got a lot of ground and to cover. And people were sipping wine. Oh, It was I, a Saturday night, baby. Oh, yeah. People on Broadway? Were lit up. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure they on had. On Broadway? Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. That's where the party is. Mm-hmm. If I know anything about New York, the party's on Broadway. Party's on Broadway. People I've never heard of $3 Barrel. <laughs> there was also a, a couple who came in. I'm so sorry. This no, is, doesn't matter. We love No, 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 No. Um, there was a couple that came in. <laughs> Maybe two minutes before the show was about to start, mm-hmm. found their seats, dropped their stuff off, then got up to go to the bathroom. Left, were then seated after the first like after the first number. They like found their seats actively, truly. Just I can't believe the ushers let them do it. Literally, I would not. It couldn't be me. I would be like, I would sit be, your I would be like sitting down. there with a cattle prod, being like, <laughs> stay in your seat. You've got two count them two minutes. Literally, two count them two. Mama, it was places has been called. But, they are on the stage as we speak. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Right. It was very strange. Um, the man was wearing a jean choice that I didn't agree with. Mm, what, there was a lot they pleated? going on. <laughs> no, but they were that, you know, that light wash where there's, um, they've Tough. clearly been scrunched just at the pocket. And so there's like a sort of a dark striping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was that. Why does that exist? And a little ripped. It was tough. Mm. I didn't love him. Probably got him at like... Abercrombie or something. Probably they were probably four hundred dollars. Oh yeah, or Dior. They're or diesel for sure. Oh, oh my diesel god, diesel of their day. But mm, it's not for me. It's not what I would do for my family. Here's my thing. <laughs> I don't. 
I know this is getting into the whole fashion of it all, but yeah. I don't understand the reason behind spending $400 on a piece of clothing. <laughs> well, mm, that's fair. And I say this as a woman who did just buy a wedding dress, but okay, yes. That is different. <laughs> that no, is but, different. But truly, you shouldn't spend more than, and this is, goes back to what we've always said, which is that you should never spend more than $20 on any one never day. Never spend more. <laughs> $20 is the most expensive. That's the most like expensive if it's more than $50, like, that's no, not for me. No. That's for rich people. That is for rich people. That's for people who have a CPA who finds like tax loopholes. Literally. If you're spending more than $50 at one time, you have, I assume, a bank account in the Cayman Islands. I assume. I assume. You're very rich. <laughs> That's the only thing that could it could explain it. That, it's ridiculous. Otherwise. Anyway. Um, And also don't wear jeans to the theater. That as well. Maybe to a matinee, I'll allow it, I guess, right. now that we live in, like, athleisure society, I guess you can wear jeans to a matinee. You can't be doing it at night. Or if it is curtain. a jean, like, like a black jean. A bl- I love a black denim. Yeah. I like an elevated, don't be wearing a ripped, light wash no. jean to Excuse the theater. Me. No. No. Steven Sondheim didn't die for this. This is not Laban. <laughs> you, you can't be here like that. You can't look like that. No. That, if I were an usher with a cattle prod, that would also get someone prodded. Yeah, like out the door. <laughs> you can come back. We should be doing. Go to H&M, buy a new <laughs> denim. There is a Levi's across the street. They have a simple khaki. There's a gap. There's a gap within a, you could swing a dead cat and hit any number of clothing stores that would provide a better option than literally within seconds of the theater. It's unbelievable. I mean, what we should be doing as theaters is having sort of like, you know, when restaurants used to have like jackets and ties for you, but full fits. Like we've got a, we've got a chino in every size. (laughs) Exactly. We have the costume budget. Why not? (laughs) We can provide to you what you could not provide for yourself. But imagine the laundry bill. I guess you forgot. (laughs) Yeah. But imagine the the costumes every night. That's true. Let's throw them in with that. But also, they don't have to be ironed. <laughs> I'm not saying it needs to be a wrinkle-free plea. I'm saying okay. like you just need to be wearing not a jean. Not a jean. Okay, I get that. I, I think I, 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 fit. I think that's fair. women or man. Uh, we can get a khaki for women as well. I'm happy. Women to can do wear that. pants now, famously in 2022. <laughs> we can get a, a sensible gaucho if you're more comfortable with that. Obsessed. A, 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 a dress, even. Okay. We can have lots of options, but what I'm saying is act like you're going somewhere because you are. <laughs> right. You know. Right. I get that. I agree. So, yeah. Okay. That's where we stand on that. You hear that, Broadway? <laughs> We're coming for you with our cattle prods. <laughs> I will personally harass every person I see in the theater <laughs> who is not dressed to my standards. Yeah, I, that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, people will like that. That won't upset them at yeah, all. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. It's very good. What did I wear? Did I wear a dress? <laughs> hmm. You were also wearing jeans. Oh, no. I was wearing ripped, <laughs> light wash, skinny jeans. Shoot. <laughs> Okay, well, I should have been cattle everything prodded. We just said. I should have been cattle prodded, <laughs> in my opinion. Okay. It's fine when we do it, but it's bad when other people do it. I'm allowed because I have a degree in theater. We respect this space. The theater is my home. Yeah. And I'm allowed to wear jeans in my home. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and oftentimes, not even wearing jeans in your home because it's more comfortable. <laughs> oftentimes, I'm not wearing pants at all. Literally, <laughs> the way God intended. <laughs> Which is my right as an American. Thank you. Who has a home? <laughs> oh, my. Oh my God. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 net. Honestly, we are more on the suicide of this story. That's Don't spend true. money. Don't spend money. Okay. How? So Wikipedia cites Sue as being overly frugal. Yes. In what ways 
Is she overly frugal? Literally the only ways that we're told in the show vis-a-vis the script, Mm -hmm. which I'm assuming is canon. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) One has to assume. I I would imagine. The script is canon. But there's no way to know for sure. There's no way to tell. Um, The writers are dead. Yeah. Death of the author, literally. Um, <laughs> it's whatever we wanted to be, it's baby. True. This is. I'm gonna start writing. No, 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 net fan fiction. Honestly, it <laughs> might be in. Let's go public I'm, domain. Uh, on our break, I'm looking it up. Okay, perfect. Right. But um, it is literally only said like Lucille says something about like you need to go on a spend like you need to go on a shopping spree. Uh huh. And then when they're talking about the Atlantic City cabin, um. At one point, Sue is like, we never go and uh, we sh- we should never go. We have it for no reason. Let's just sublet it. And like that's okay. so we don't have to spend the money on it. Interesting. And like those are the two like she's so, so frugal. I feel like if she's frugal just because she doesn't want her husband sending money to random women. She doesn't even figure that out until the very right. end of the show. Yeah. I don't understand. Like literally she's the last like five frugal. pages. <laughs> like, maybe if she were like picking up free rolls and putting them in her purse. Right. I would love that as a gag right um but again it was the 20s and then like musical in the 20s you didn't really need like did you even have free bread in the 20s i feel like that feels distinctly like 30s 50s to me oh free bread oh free bread <laughs> a restaurant i know you're thinking bread lines <laughs> which is very 30s 100 <laughs> percent Sorry, when I say free bread, I mean like a basket of rolls at a restaurant. (laughs) Free bread? Famously, that's what the 30s were all about. I know anything about the New Deal. It was that FDR said, free bread for everybody. Bread for all. Um, No, I feel like bread at a restaurant, like a basket of rolls, feels very 50s to me. It feels really like Lux Suburban. Oh, okay, yeah. We have so much. We have an abundance of so much that we can give it away for free at a restaurant. Yeah, and this it's like the new thing. Yeah. Because the suburbs are have just been invented. Readers, if you know, please do treat it as history of um, free bread. When at restaurant. was free bread at restaurants allowed? <laughs> when when was free bread at restaurant? Um, <laughs> when was free bread at restaurant? <laughs> and do cite at restaurant. Otherwise, we'll be talking breadlines all night. <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, okay, what I do love about this is going to Atlantic City for a fun beach vacation. I I love that. Would love. I love Atlantic City in the 20s before it became just a fucking casino town. (laughs) Gross, like full of gamblers and um, 'er ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. I I think it is more romantic. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. giving um, it's giving the Hamptons. I was going to say it's like the Hamptons of Jersey. Yeah. I love that. That's so cute. Look what we've lost. Honestly. And I think this Donald Trump's fault. Wow. Not old. a lot of people blame him for stuff, but for me, I'm blaming him for <laughs> Atlantic City. A, a no, you're the first person to say to it. To ever do it. I yeah. know that. I know. It's called being bold and brave. Yeah. Um, it's called being it's called uh, countercultural. <laughs> it's called taking a stand. <laughs> ever heard of it? Uh, okay. Wow. Wait, amazing. So Nanette is not it, married. No. Um, she is uh, Sue's niece, I okay. think. Yeah. And then Tom is Lucille's nephew. Okay. So that's how they know each other. Are they dating? Yes. But they're from opposite sides. Uh, yes. Okay. okay. Um, but Nanette, there's like a whole thing. Uh, Billy said, or Jimmy says something about 
her parents passing away. So like she's living with them mm-hmm. as like their ward. Of course. And they're very strict with her. She's not allowed to have any fun. Mm-hmm. She goes to baking Too classes. Hot. <laughs> Too hot. Too hot. You can't let your hot ward out on town. <laughs> she's gonna Next have thing you know, she's pregnant. She's and pregnant. now you have two wards. <laughs> you can't, you don't you have the money. You for that. Have the money to you support two wards. Ward. You're just doing it out of the goodness of your heart. Exactly. To be fair, I mm. think they do have the money, but. Well, <laughs> Sue, that's why Sue's so frugal. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> what, if what if a loose niece? <laughs> By which I mean she's loose on the town, not that she's a loose woman. Okay, Mitch, cut that. And anyway, who cares if she is? If she wants to be loose, to be. that's fine. It's all, okay, you can. We're in the 20th century, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to be loose if you want to. Exactly. Um, but Sue does say something like, I'm not going to let you become some kind of common flapper. Love that. Yeah, very fun. Um, but yeah, they like don't let Nanette do anything. She's sure. allowed to go to sewing class, dance class, and baking class, and regular class, and that's it. My dream. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, very close to my high school, regular <laughs> class, dance class. Oh, yeah. I didn't um, bake or sew, but... I did take facts, which my, is sort of baking and sewing. You took what? A uh, family and consumer science. Oh, okay. Science. <laughs> it's like you took the it, class facts. We're not facts. allowed to call it home ec. That wasn't allowed once I got to middle school. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, cancel culture. Cancel culture. Um, it's, we weren't allowed to call it home economics. We called it family and consumer science facts. We did have that class as well. I did not take it. Okay. Cause you hate women. So you want to <laughs> speak more on that? I or? hate women so much. I don't date them. <laughs> and I didn't want to call that out, but I guess now that you're here and we're talking about it, let's talk about it. I mean, this is actually my intervention. <laughs> we're intervening on your hatred of women. <laughs> All right. Um, Okay. Let's, you know what? I'm feeling very, dis- I'm feeling scattered. Uh, we, let's take a quick break. Let plot. me re, let me like get my shit together and we'll come back with uh, the second, third, maybe fourth <laughs> acts. Welcome back. Welcome back. To Acts 2 through 3. Something <laughs> two like that. 2 and 3. <laughs> 2 and 3. 2 and um, I was remembering that when we did the show, we did not do two intermissions. Interesting. We did, I feel like that's not a common thing now. Yeah. Everyone's so used to one intermission that they're yeah. just like, fuck it. We treated the second act as everything that happened in Atlantic City. Okay. So starting with Pete on the Beach. Yeah. Okay. Or... Peach on the bitch. Peach on a bitch. She's a peach <laughs> of a bitch or something like that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about the Nanette of it all. Like, I mean, hardly at all. And it, it's ostensibly her show. Uh, one one could argue she's not the person I'm interested in. But no. <laughs> Which character interests you the most? I think probably Lucille. Okay. Um, yeah. Interests me the most. I get that. Uh, just what's going on? I feel like she has more uh, emotional depth. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. Why are you spending so much money? Don't love any of these characters, well, frankly. I mean, they're, I'm uninterested in most. They're but. barely characters. They are <laughs> simply just mostly just cardboard cutouts yeah, of a person. They're just moving around the stage. Yeah, and saying funny things. What would you say was your favorite song of the show? Um to perform or to listen to. Interesting. One. Or both. Great question. <laughs> I wish I could remember okay, anything about being we'll in the show. We'll circle back to that. I think my favorite <laughs> one to listen to is probably T for Two. Okay. 
yeah. classic. It's very, you know, very romantic. Everyone knows very it. Very cute. Very, everyone knows it. Yeah. It's uh, popular it's for a reason. standard. So yeah. American songbook. Have you ever, ever heard of it? <laughs> you have, in fact. I'm Actually, almost sure yeah, that you, you have. You probably have a T for two and T for two. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. loves it. What about you? Mm-hmm. None. I don't like any of these songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to be quite honest with you. It's all felt very the same. Well, I mean, yeah. Hard to differentiate between the songs. Absolutely. It's it's very much the 1920 thing, like the 1920s of it all. Like these, I feel like a lot of the time uh, musicals back then were kind of just like showing off a music, like a yeah. composer's oeuvre. Yeah. Because like think about like Anything Goes or like any other Cole Porter musical. They, right. All the music sounds the same. Yeah. It's, it's just showing off. Cole Porter's. Or the vocalist. Yeah. Or like this is someone who's performing, but it's less cohesive. I mean, it I is that. ostensibly a story. <laughs> like there is a plot. People are doing things. Things are happening. Right. But yeah, it doesn't feel, it definitely feels as though the plot is secondary to Extremely the that, singing the or the dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. Yeah. I mean, it's so I guess in that sense, it's more of like a review than it is. Yeah. Like a musical. I mean, it is. There's a plot. I There is. It's just not interesting. It's, well, yeah. As we said, no stakes at all. No stakes. And no. toothpicks and spit. Because like yeah. the, the conflict is basically non-existent because like there's this whole thing between Tom and Nanette. Yeah. Where Nanette wants to have like fun and. I'm uh, not like, sure what the is code for but yeah yeah she like wants to raise a little hell first Uh before they settle down and which is fair again her life has been very strict and we all get it we all want to have our rebel phase um our rum springer and i get that but like when they're in atlantic city and tom discovers that she has spent the night in atlantic city yeah that's he gets very mad and he's like no no nanette no he's furious furious and then mere two minutes later, the uh-huh. two of them are singing T for Two about how they want to have a family together. Well, everyone's entitled to a little love or smack. Well, I love it. A tiff. A tiff, if you will. A tiff for two. Um, I do think it's insanely funny that she that Nanette is Sue and Jim's ward, right? Yes. And then Sue is like, so essentially they know her whole situation. Yeah. And Sue's like, where were you? And she's like, I was in Trenton visiting my grandma. She's like... You stupid bitch liar. Your yeah. only living grandmother lives in Omaha. Like, yeah. she knows your family. She, like, why are you lying? You, that is that's a terrible lie. That's your aunt. She, <laughs> she knows. knows who's alive and who's dead Literally. in your family and why she is taking care of you right. as a ward and not your Omaha. That's Omahanian grandmother. Literally what a ward is. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Makes me so, laugh a lot. So, it's Nanette, very funny. not very smart. Love well, that for her. No. She's there to have a good time, not a, not a, long, not time. a long time. <laughs> you know, she's there to party and, exactly. and, and, and hang out. And fool around and have fun, and we get it. And she I wants love to be that. she wants to be, be the peach on the beach. Um but I one of my favorite things about this show uh is the farce of it all. Uh-huh. I love farces because it's all the plot is always the same. Always. Ten people are in one house and they don't know about it. <laughs> yeah. They think that they are the only person in the house. Yeah. And it's it's funny every time. It's just 10 people all being the main character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is very funny. It's extremely funny. And it's great. But it's also like this show is barely doing fart. Like they're doing the the farce part where like yeah. everybody's in the house, but they don't know it. Yeah. But they all find out about each other very quickly. Very quickly. Everyone's on the same page pretty Within seconds of the second act beginning. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. So then also what's Jimmy's whole thing? Like, can he just not say no to women? Is that the thing? He's just like, well, that's the song I want you or I want you to be happy. Right. That's like his philosophy in life. He just wants other people to be happy, which is why he gave all the women money for their art. Essentially. It becomes their patron. (laughs) Their patron. It feels very, um, like an Amelia Bedelia sense of, (laughs) of, like moral standing like I just want everyone to be happy but you're not thinking through yeah like the the consequences if you do this and make her happy that will make someone else unhappy right you're like living right, very right, right, right. person to person <laughs> it's very like you're not thinking broadly it's very about blinders it. on yeah. I can only see this person at one time exactly I'm not gonna think about what right. will happen if I make this person happy it's just right pure well I think that like that kind of in the conversation when we find out about the three women at the very beginning the show with between Jimmy and Billy, you mm. kind of get the sense that Jimmy is not the smartest person on the planet. <laughs> it's giving. It's giving. Uh-huh. Um, maybe didn't pass the SATs. <laughs> like, you know. A, pa- a famous pass fail. <laughs> pass fail. Did, did not get into Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Billy is definitely the smarter of the two of them. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's the lawyer. That's why he's the lawyer. And he's able to get them out of the situation that they find themselves in, which is you think would be through some clever scheme. It's not. It's paying the three women $60,000. It's just giving them more money. <laughs> giving them more money to go away. What's wild is that you could just tell your wife. Literally. The solution here is. But again, if someone just came up to me and they're like, I got to tell you something. I haven't been fucking these women, but I have been supporting them financially. <laughs> exactly. For years. I would be like. We maybe we're broken up now. Yeah. Maybe we're not speaking anymore. Maybe, maybe we're divorced. Maybe we were divorced. That's a wild thing to do. It is. Even knowing that the person that you're with loves to make people happy. And that's like right. their like motto of life. And Sue forgives him at the drop of a hat. Well, like he must have a lot of money. I mean, <laughs> that can only be it. Uh, She's like, I'm frugal because I know I have a safety net. I couldn't really be frugal. The thing with Bibles is the market's always there. It's, yeah, it's never going to not. It's never going to dry up. Here's the thing. Every year, thousands of people get confirmed. You have to, what are you going to get them? You're you're not going to get them a Bible? You're not going to get them the Bible? I got got 10 Bibles when I was confirmed. I literally got like three. (laughs) Like. And I had already gotten a Bible to get confirmed. Well, that's just good sense. I you mean, can't have we, enough rosaries. You gotta have a rosary. Oh, anyway, it came yeah, in Bibles are sleeve. money. Um, but yeah, no, like Bibles, like that market is always there. I will guarantee you that was probably the only market in the um, depression that was going up. Oh, 100%. Or know? at least maintaining. Maintaining. At least yeah. above the red. You Had know? to have been. Had to have been. Because people, now more than ever. Oh, yeah, I, they're praying. Then more than ever. They oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they needed them. <laughs> They needed a Bible to keep warm, to, <laughs> to keep warm, keep even. entertained. <laughs> I don't know. Lots of reasons. Um, okay. So true. So, yeah. Sue, like, very quickly turns around at the end of the show and is like, I forgive you. Ugh. It's so weird. Not into that. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre. Lucille realizes she loves Billy. Yeah. Misses him. Wants him to come back. This show is so full of double standards. It's very. Speak on that. Insane. Because, like, <laughs> there's a moment. I think it's in the second act when uh, Tom and Nanette are fighting uh-huh. where Tom says to Nanette's face, you're the stupidest woman I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines, right? He like calls her an idiot, yeah. says she's dumb, nah. like all these things. And then Nanette is like, 
fuck you, I'm going to go. And that's all right. And that's all right. The lyrics in the song <laughs> are like <laughs> the chorus of boys and girls who have come to Atlantic City with uh-huh. Nanette to hang out on the beach. Uh, the lyrics, <laughs> literally, <laughs> the lyrics are them saying like, no, no, Nanette, don't punish Tom. He's yeah. a good guy. He loves you, actually. He loves you. That's why he hits you. Yeah. He loves you. <laughs> it's like literally like he ju- in front of everyone, in front of the whole world, calls her, you. like humiliates her. And she's like, I don't want to be around you anymore. And everyone's like, he's the victim, actually. <laughs> okay, you're being kind of a bitch about this. <laughs> I literally wrote that in my notes. <laughs> everyone is like, wow, what a bitch. Nanette, you're kind of being a cunt, actually. <laughs> like... Why would you do Give such a Tom thing? a break. He Give just found out you break. went to Atlantic City without him. Or you want to go to Atlantic uh, City. Literally. Literally. And you know he hates Atlantic City. He hates it. So they're not affianced. No. They're just dating. They're just dating. Which, and as we know, pre-1960, if you were dating, that's casual as hell. A casual. Being engaged is casual as hell. And, At you, any moment, you could leave for a new life in a new is country. There is no commitment until there's a ring on that finger. And even then... It's tenuous at best. Sus. Unless a priest or judge has been involved. Yeah. It's dicey. Literally. So I guess my point is I don't really give a shit that Tom is mad because. Right. And it's very clear that Nanette can pull. Oh, absolutely. She is and continues to pull. She's very hot. She is that bitch. So why do I give a shit about Tom? Literally. What is Tom bringing to the table that I'm like encouraging Nanette? Because here's what I've seen. Yeah. He's a little bit uh, shitty. Yeah. He's not nice to her. No. He calls her dumb. Yeah. And then yells at her because she wants to go on a vacation. Yeah. Tom, what are you bringing to the table? Uh, That's what I'm saying. She's got a rich uncle. She's a ward of a very rich man. And the thing is, she's the Annie of it all. Literally, she is the Annie. Thank you. Finally, somebody said it. Finally, somebody somebody said it. it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, he's not even a lawyer. He's a clerk. Not an esquire after that name. Nary an ESQ to be found. And I'm saying, go fuck a man on the beach, Nanette. Thank you. Go, go, Nanette. That's what I say. Go, go, Nanette. Go, go. That's going to be the sequel. That we write. Where she just, it's not family friendly. It's very Debbie does, <laughs> Debbie does Dallas. It's very that. Dildos everywhere. Go, go, Nanette. Peach on a beach. Go, 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 Nanette. <laughs> go, go, Nanette. Um, it's, it's giving that. It's Joseph. I it's love Joseph, it. It's Joseph, 100%. Okay, so I think we're all in agreement. Tom sucks. Tom sucks. Uh, and Tom. I will say, though, Tom has some of the very best bits in the show. Okay, speak on that. Um, Tom and Pauline. Pauline is the the nosy maid. Okay. Who's in everybody's business. <laughs> and there always is a nosy maid. Yeah. But the funny thing about Pauline is that she's the nosy maid who is also every scene she has, she's quitting her job. Oh, okay. Iconic. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. That's very funny. Yeah. She, cause like there's a whole thing like where the doorbell keeps ringing. Cause like all these people keep coming to the house sure. and she's like, if I hear that doorbell one more time, I'm screaming and then the doorbell goes off and you hear her scream from off stage it's very funny that's a good bit yeah it's a very good bit so like pauline has really good bits and then jimmy or um tom does have some good bits because when like him and billy are talking to the women for the first time Mm -hmm. um he billy is like say yes to everything that i say and or like or answer yes to everything that or whatever and at one point billy says what do you think i am some kind of idiot and tom goes yes (laughs) 
<laughs> Very Classic. funny. Can't set him up if you don't want me to knock him down, exactly. brother. Exactly. That's 10 out of 10. <laughs> and then he like there's like some other like bits along that line. And then and then Tom to look looks at Billy and is like, do you think I should try saying no? Like every once in a while. Classic. It's very funny. It's very funny. They actually did know how to write jokes in the 20s. Yeah, they were like doing bits. Surprise. Yeah. Who knew? Who would have known? I have a question for you. Would you say that in your experience of doing this show, um, there was a lot of emphasis placed on doing the bits, like highlighting the comedic moments, or was that really just sort of left up? to you as the actors to um, <laughs> understand that something funny was happening and then portray that. Famously, I think it was more the latter. Okay, I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's sort of a hands-off, yeah. le- led, actor-led and meaning. That's what I've always said that those are the best shows is when the actors are directing themselves. <laughs> yeah. You don't need directors. No. I don't know why they keep giving awards for that. Their job is useless. Their job is... What are they even doing? They're Nothing. there to... Um, I want to say give you the most simple tap dances you've ever done in your life <laughs> i can a flap, do flap, bits flap, all by change. myself like, <laughs> i don't need help i, I don't need help what I i've always said bits. is actors shouldn't be reined in <laughs> <laughs> never never in their lives they should be let loose in atlantic city <laughs> yeah uh, i've said it before and i'll say it again <laughs> i'll say it again let me free in atlantic city i'm the nanette of the stage i am the nanette <laughs> of this house production <laughs> this production um but no, like, I mean, we did we did some bits and stuff like that. But like there was like a whole thing with like the vacuum exploding that never happened and that kind of thing. Um, OK, I think that some of the didn't have the budget, some of the bits uh, we didn't necessarily do, which is interesting because like Jim loved the 1920 shows. And like, yeah, you would think that he would. I just feel get like really into the there's anyway, not a lot musically. Everything right. feels very the same. Yeah, it's very so once you've e- simple. Done it. Yeah, feels like you don't really need to keep working on it. Another huge part of that, I feel, would be the jokes. Like you're right, which but. is which is ostensibly what the script is. Like yeah. rereading the script now with like some time. Mm-hmm. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this show is actually very funny. Yeah, it's less about the plot and more about. Yeah, these things are happening so that we can make a joke. So about that we can them. make we can do bits. Similar to uh, what we talked about in our previous episode, yeah. Toxic Avenger. I yeah, think the, we're just setting up these scenarios and these situations so that we can exactly. do hilarious jokes. In right, them. because like there's a whole whole bit with like so all the women end up at the cottage um, because. Billy has been has told them um, instead of like traveling across the country to deal with these women in person, he's mm-hmm. like, just come to the cottage because I want a beach weekend myself. Essentially, he's like, yeah, actually, a beach weekend sounds great. These women I'm platonically involved with, I'm going to invite them to my. Beach. No, this is this is the lawyer. Oh, this is the lawyer. Yes, yes. He yes, tells that's Jimmy right. that's to right. go to Philadelphia. <laughs> Hide. Get out. Go out. Get out of town. Get out of town. You have to pretend that you that's are somebody a good lawyer. else. That is a good lawyer. He deserved his retainer. Take to the sea. (laughs) Flee to the sea. Flee to the sea. Maritime law. (laughs) They can't get you in international waters. Exactly. So. As a lawyer, we know that. (laughs) And that is the legal stance of this podcast. (laughs) Take to the sea. Take to the sea. Um, But yeah, so (laughs) that's what Billy does. And all the women end up there. And then like Jimmy essentially goes because Nanette wants to go. So Jimmy is the one who takes Nanette. Right. Or allows Nanette to go because mm-hmm. um, he gives her the $200 to get to Atlantic City. Back then, that was like $20,000. Yeah, I was going to say, the exchange rate on that, unbelievable. <laughs> Truly. It, yeah, wild. That was enough for an Atlantic City weekend. Meanwhile, if we were to spend that now, that would be like... Ooh, gas there. Gas, literally. 
there and back. Maybe a, an Amtrak ticket. Amtrak ticket. Amtrak ticket. <laughs> Round trip. Maybe. 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 Not even sometimes. Honestly, usually. have you seen the prices of Amtrak? I, it is in fact, expensive. I have. <laughs> in fact, I have. Uh-huh. Still yes. cheaper than a plane, tragically. But, Correct. Okay. We're, um, getting, we're getting off topic. Anyway. Ugh. We're going full boomer. But so like Jimmy ends up in Atlantic City. And right. at one point he makes a joke and he's like, man, this is all of this craziness is making me wish I were in Philadelphia. You could have been. He's like, I never thought I would say this, but I wish I was in Philadelphia. <laughs> We've all been there. Honestly. Very funny. Very funny. Um, so it is very much like the the plot's loose because they're just being silly. Yes. They're just goofing. Yeah. Um, Nanette is shocking people all over the place with her behavior on the beach. Yes. Tom's mad. So act two sort of ends with everybody in a... This is like... We're fighting. Yeah. The the conflict is all yes. happening in act two. We've set up everybody to kind of meet at the house and yes. then they all realize that they're in they're the same at house, the house together. Yeah. Yeah. So like the... But the main thing that happens is that Jimmy, the Bible salesman, is like able to skirt the law a little bit because... Billy, like there's a there's a classic mix em up uh-huh. where at a certain point, uh, Sue set like hears um, one of the women calling saying like Mister whatever yes to Billy and Billy is like and Sue assumes that Billy is pretending to be Jimmy. Oh, okay. And that's where the whole thing comes from. Uh, Got it. That's where the whole the main conflict comes from. It's the classic mix him up. Yeah, he's stealing your identity. Mistaken identity. Mistaken identity. And Sue calls Lucille and is like, "I don't want you to hear it from an anonymous <laughs> note or in a powder room." Right. Your husband. Your husband fucking is fucking these three women, women. <laughs> and he's pretending to be my husband. <laughs> To, to make matters worse, he's not even fucking them as himself. He's fucking he's them as my husband. He's doing some weird role play where he's my husband. And like, honestly, if that's what he's into, that's fine. But like, it's weird yeah. that he's using my this husband's This wasn't name. on the recording, but Sue does say, I'm not trying to kink shame. I'm but, not trying to kink shame. <laughs> but I'm concerned about Famously, they had that kind of dialogue in the yeah. 1920s. King shaming was a huge problem in the 20s. It's, I mean. It's it crazy really that we don't talk about it. It's been written out of history It's been books. written because- you know who writes history? The victors. <laughs> Which are the Puritans. Which are the Puritans. They won. In America, they won. The Protestant work ethic is everywhere it's because here, baby. of the Puritans. And it's not leaving. And I wish it would. Tragic. Okay. Anyway. So, so like, that's the end of Act 2. Is, right. And, then, and that's also when, like, Tom and Nanette get in their huge fight. Yes. Because she spent the night she in Atlantic City. Went to the beach. Excuse me. So, <clears throat> Act 3 is... Okay. Like, it's... I'm assuming it mm-hmm. is summer in yeah. Manhattan. Okay. Living that life currently. Yeah. Nightmare. I don't want to be in this fucking city. No, I'd love to be on a beach. Literally would love to be on a beach. I'd love to have a cool ocean breeze. Oceanic breeze, please. Yeah. yeah. It's too hot. It's unbearable, <laughs> frankly. And I know it's unbearable in many places across the country. But yeah, I can't blame Nanette yeah. for, for wanting, wanting to get to out escape. of the city. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. She got $200 burning a hole in her pocket. I mean. Go see the beach, babe. Get a hot dog. A hot dog. Get a dog, get a Coke. Chill. A You're a ward. What do you have to do? Literally, you have no responsibility. Classes are over. Summer's summer's upon us. Thank you. I'm saying. So I'm I- assuming that they had summer breaks in the <laughs> 1920s. 
I just don't know. I would know. hope. I just don't know. Um, act three is now we're getting into the, like, resolving all the threads. Right. Right. And that happens very quickly. It always does. <laughs> the Because, again, there's no, there's no stakes there's and no there's stakes. no emotional stakes. No. So it's like, oh, a conflict has happened, but now we are, don't worry. Everything's actually Everything's okay. Be fine. Everything's but, fine. But, like, that's the thing about, like, the, sure. the whole, like, Lucille, where has my hobby gone blues is yeah. they try to add emotional stakes. They try. But it's like, no. You Especially because Billy has just sang a song about how, well, if, when your wife won't pick up the phone, you can call all these other women. <laughs> so it's like. I'm having trouble feeling bad. Exactly. You know? I just don't care. I don't want her to be with Billy. He right. seems bad. He seems ill advised. Um, exactly. So we begin to find, like, the truth starts to come to light, mm-hmm. mostly because Lucille has a conversation with the three women. <laughs> Turns out we just had to get uh, fucking Flora, Winnie, and whatever her fucking name is, Betty, Betty on the phone. and we Flora were... from Frisco, Winnie from Washington, and Betty, Betty from, from Boston. Boston. How did he come across these women? I don't know. How did he encounter oh, wait, no. them? Okay, so he does, he, he does tell how he meets them. In the first song, right? Uh, or in one in of the, the first, in like one of the first, the first scenes, act. yeah. Um, and it's all he like meets them like in their respective cities, I think. Yeah, which is why you should never allow your husband to fly on a plane. So true. That's it's that's dangerous. He could start benefacting <laughs> just random. What if women. he starts talking to people? You can't have that. What if he meets a woman named Betty? Excuse in twenty twenty two. What are you gonna do about that? Because that's a problem for you that's now. Rough. You've got a problem. You have an issue. <laughs> yeah. An issue. An issue. Um, okay. So Lucille talks to the women. They're like, everything's fine. He's just been giving us gobs of money. Gob- and it's so not much. even your husband. Right. Jimmy has been giving us gobs of money. So then Lucille mm-hmm. goes to Sue and she says the exact same thing <laughs> that Sue said to her. Uh-huh. I don't want you to hear it in an anonymous note or overheard in a powder room. Yeah. But your ma- your husband has been fucking these women. And then the women go, no, he, no, hasn't, no. he hasn't put a finger on us. <laughs> On or in us. On or in us. <laughs> and Sue is like, that's my husband. He's the best. That's my husband. He, he just wants everybody to be happy. That's my husband. He just has spent like, our millions. It's literally <laughs> like she doesn't even care that that's he has been wild. benefacting these women. I just women. feel like maybe it deserves a conversation. Like literally. Maybe you just say, okay, and what prompted you to do that without consulting me? Right. Because the way that they're like, Sue, you know what you can do to get back at him? Wear a smoking hot fuck dress (laughs) I was smoking that's the bed that's what they say the best revenge is served in a smoking hot fuck dress thank you and that's true (laughs) if I know anything from Diana the musical a hundred years later still true still true (laughs) Diana was like I saw no 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 net I know what to do I know a fuckity fuckity fuck you dress um like that's but like that's literally what it is. Flora, I think, is like I had this dress brought down from Atlantic City. Do of you want to wear it? It'll make you look so hot. Billy. I was gonna say, Jimmy's gonna go wild. Is this one of those situations where Sue is sort of like m- mousy and not hot, and then she gets hot? Maybe. Or is it just like I know what you'll love clothes? Like I'm <laughs> confused like about the re- resolution of of many of these threads. It's but that's not really again. My it's tenuous at best. Yeah, spit and toothpicks. Um. Okay, so. He never has any money to spend because Lucille spends it all. Jimmy finally pays off the ladies, which he was not doing because. No, like the whole that's the thing is that the way that they're going to resolve the plot is they is were going just, to play it, pay off the women. Is he just does the thing you should have done in the first place. Right. But like that's what they that's what they talk about throughout the show. Like the whole reason Billy goes to Atlantic City is to pay off the women. Okay. 
Got it. Got it. Got it. Because like Jimmy, Jimmy is like, we just have to give them the money to go away. <laughs> There's that's reasonable. And and that's the thing is like, there is no plot or scheme to like get out of the situation. The whole time the plan's been give them the money. Give them the money. And they follow through with that plan, (laughs) which is honestly. Well, you know what? We love (laughs) achieving goals, setting goals, executing and achieving. They tell you what's going to happen. And then it happens. happens. You don't get that much in musicals these days. These days? (laughs) You don't get that much in storytelling these days. Here's what's going to happen. And then they do it. They do it. Wow. There's no clever twist. Okay. The clever twist is mistaken identity. That Which gets resolved in 10 barely seconds. Barely a twist. <laughs> sort of more of a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then what happens with Nanette and Tom? Um, They literally just make up. They're fine. Yeah. They have He's a. He's like, did you fuck anyone on the beach? And she's like, no, pinky swear. And he was pinky like, promise. great. He's like, great. Okay. I love that. Do you want to get engaged? And Nanette says, no, you're going to have to wait. And then Tom pulls out the ring and she's like, actually. <laughs> Now that I see there's jewelry Now that involved. I see there's jewelry. Famously, women only care about shiny things. That's true. They're like birds in that way. Yeah. Magpies. And so crows. he pulls out the the ring and she's like, okay, you got me. Wow. You got me the one way you could get me. Was <laughs> with the ring. Money. Um, wow. I, okay. Anything else that we missed before we man and share this? Uh, not on? really. I mean, that's mostly it. Again, this show has no plot, no stakes. <laughs> It is mostly just pleasant music and uh, watching people be very silly. Okay. There was there was a thing I was I was reading about in the history. Apparently, in the twenties, this show was considered very body and like racy. Oh. At the time. Okay. Um. And when they did the revival, which is the the revival is the one that is most perf- mostly performed. Oh, um, okay. Like because that's the uh, they did a lot of like rewrites. Interesting. In, when they were doing the revival, the revival like kind of changed it to be more like innocent fun. Oh, yeah. Bring back body. That's what I'm saying. In the seventies, we rewrote this. Yeah. That's the time Literally. in history people were the most horny. Literally. Why is this happening to us? Literally. We don't deserve this as a country they they were like you know what we're gonna be the anti-hair we would be in a different timeline if we had if left N- no no nanette body if nanette had been racy Raunchy. still yeah 100 yeah. yeah absolutely life would be better that was we wouldn't have inflation if no nanette had been horny <laughs> correct i was gonna say that that change yeah that is like the diverging yeah of the universe that's our butterfly effect yeah that's what caused the bernstein bernstein <laughs> universes to okay 100 percent. the change. mandela effect yeah 100 absolutely wow unbelievable yeah it's fucked up that we've been betrayed like this honestly all because of no 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 i feel good about blaming it i uh, it's an easy target <laughs> <laughs> you can't say i'm wrong it, literally so sorry eat shit um <laughs> connor man and share this for us um i do not give a fuck about the show <laughs> it's just a, a soft nothing. <laughs> okay. That is the best way I can describe this yeah, show. Yeah, that's fair. A very soft It's nothing. cotton candy. It's co- it, Literally, it's cotton candy. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I said in our boyfriend episode, Jim once told us, the plot is not meant to make sense. If you poke it too hard with a stick, it'll deflate like a souffle. Yes. So it's it's very much just smooth brain. Yeah. Let it happen Let to it you. Let it happen to you. Just enjoy not having to think, make a decision or spend money for two hours. I would love to see like a professional production where they actually like do the humor really well. I think that would be really fun. 
Um, I'm never going to like watch this or like listen. I'm never going to watch the movies. I might watch T for two. Well, sure. Doors Day. Doors Day. Icon. Um, but like, I'm never going to watch the thirties or the forties movie. I tried to watch the forties movie and I was like, no, I'm no, good. no, thank you. No, um, but good. yeah, this is just a something, something. It's a, a soft, nothing. Meryl. I love that. I hated this. Um, I didn't. I didn't remember it. I watched my beautiful, talented friends do it, yeah. and don't remember a thing, yeah. um, which speaks a lot to uh, how crushing the show is. So true. Um, because my friends are very talented. Um, yeah, I didn't care. The music was so loud and so one mm. note to me. It was just not. I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. Um, Even the blues number, like, it's not really like a ballad. It does kind of have a dance break in it. (laughs) Well, everything has to have a tap break. Um, Yeah, I I wouldn't recommend this. Um, I guess if you have uh, a slot to fill in your college production season and you need to put 40 people on stage. Perfect. Go go Nanette. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not for me. Wouldn't recommend it. Um, Connor, anything to plug? As usual, you can follow me across all platforms at CRLA12 on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Wow, bro. Where you can find my funny writing at The Onion or funny videos there. No. Okay. No. Nothing for me, but you can find this podcast at across all platforms at Bits Over B-Way. You can email us, bitsoverbway at gmail.com. We are wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Amazon Podcasts. If we are not where you get your podcast, please let us know and we will get where you get your podcasts. We are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitsoverbway. We do not have any paywalled content, so you can listen for free to everything there, um, but maybe one day... We will. Who knows? Um, And as just a quick minor production note, we will not be releasing episodes in September of 2022. So if you are waiting anxiously for an episode, uh, you don't get one until October. We need a break. We're going on vacation. (laughs) We are going to Atlantic City. We are going to Atlantic City. We're going to the beach. Okay. Um, That is all I have. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Wear a smoking hot fuck dress. (laughs) 